A different future starts with you. That's why GoDaddy does more than help you find a name. You can create, sell, and get found online so any small business can make a change. We need a new generation of thinking. Your way of thinking. Start different at GoDaddy.com. This is Podco Media Networks. On episode 86 of Confessions of a Marketer, it's time to Google My Business. Hi, it's Mark Reed Edwards. Welcome back to Confessions of a Marketer. Victor Machado of Post and Wall is in to expand on a discussion we started last month about Google My Business. We'll get to that in just a moment. Coming soon, Joe Martin of Cloud App will be in to chat about using video and visuals in your marketing. Plus, we have Mitch Duckler coming up on differentiating your brand, Steve Randazzo on experiences, and David Lemley in to talk about retail marketing. And he's going to share some stories about the early days marketing Starbucks. And there's lots more in store. We launched Podco Media Networks on August 1st, and in addition to Confessions of a Marketer and the Innovation Podcast, we now have three other podcasts, Demystifying Data with Chris Clegg, My First Job with John Chang, and Mondays with Roger, hosted by Roger Entner. You can head over to podcomedia.com to listen and subscribe. COVID-19 patients need your help. If you've fully recovered from COVID-19 or unknowingly been exposed to it, you may have the antibodies that could help COVID-19 patients recover. Donate blood and receive testing for COVID-19 antibodies. Visit Vitalant.org today to schedule an appointment to donate blood. That's V-I-T-A-L-A-N-T.org. Help save lives and schedule your appointment at Vitalant.org. You could help save lives. This is an ode to Napa Cabbage. Of all the cabbages on all the cabbage farms, only you have the crisp crunch worthy of our Bibigo Korean dumplings. No other cabbage would do, because no other cabbage tastes like you. We love you, Napa Cabbage. Just don't tell Green Onion. Napa Cabbage, one of many obsessively crafted ingredients in every hearty, flavorful Korean dumpling from Bibigo. Go handcrafted. Go Bibigo. Authentic Korean dumplings now in the freezer aisle. Okay, on to Google My Business and Victor Machado. Victor was on the podcast last month. He runs a digital agency called Post and Wall. When he was in last, we dug into SEO and SEM and touched briefly on Google My Business. Today, he's back for the first of two episodes to get a bit more detail on GMB, as we like to call it. Let's get to it. Victor, welcome to Confessions of a Marketer. It's great to have you back. And I want to pronounce your name correctly. <laughs> Machado. Thank you. And, and uh, I, was, I was okay with the other pronunciation, but I appreciate you correcting, uh, correcting <laughs> it for the record and, and definitely appreciate being invited back. It's, uh, it's great to be back with you, Mark. Thank you. It's good to have you here. And we started chatting after your appearance last time and felt that there was something that we talked about we didn't really go into, and that is Google My Business. So what is it and why is it important? Yeah. So Google My Business is a it's a, a tool that's been around for quite some time. And it's a very basic business management tool, right? Basically, Google allows you to set up your business profile online with address, phone number, some basic information about your organization, and allows you to add some photos and all of these different things. What really matters about Google My Business, and it's kind of become a very important anchor point for all search engines, 
is that there's an authentication process that goes along with this. Yeah. So when you first start your business, and if, frankly, if you've been an operating business and you don't have uh, Google My Business actually search yourself, you'll be able to claim whatever Google has been able to aggregate about you. But uh, basically, in the setup process, and we can talk about that shortly here, you, in essence, get to a point where it says, you know, we will send you a code for you to validate your business. Again, that validation, that authenticity is what really matters. So it's, it's important to get done. Yeah. So how does it all work? How does it happen? Yeah. So, you know, lots of folks already have Gmail accounts or they're using one type or another service by Google. So if you are using their Google Drive, if you're using uh, Photos, if you have a YouTube channel, then you already have a, a login. And on a Chrome browser, very easy to find in the upper right hand corner, there's a bunch of tiles. You'll see a small blue icon that looks like a storefront. That's Google My Business. You click in there and literally the script walks you through a very, very simple setup. It's not complicated to do and it's just a smart thing to get done. Yeah, so I assume like everything with Google, there's some kind of back end. What can you do inside of this to control your presence and ensure that people can Google your business? Yeah, so, and we should probably highlight that the reason why this has actually become more important is because Google changed their algorithm the summer in June. And what Google has been doing is basically scoring content on their channels. So any kind of citation that you create, a piece of content is created that gets some kind of a search engine citation. From Google's perspective, they actually are going to start scoring content on their channels higher. So just just by taking care of some of the, these things on the Google platform, or if you do things on, on YouTube, you're being rewarded by receiving a higher score. On Google My Business itself, right, one of the places to really kind of start is, is the info tab. And, and again, you've got some very simple things in there where you can put in your operational hours. You can list out services, and that's a feature that was introduced end of last year, top of this year. And it's, it's, it's kind of a very basic list of, you know, these are the things that I do as a business, and you can break them up by categories. So if you've got different product lines, if you're a retailer or if you're a manufacturer, you can do something that's very simple to have that picked up. And you can also call out things about your business that may matter to your target audience, like you're a woman-owned business or if you're a veteran-owned business, yeah. you can actually denote that. And you know those kinds of specialty call-outs actually really help as well in, in kind of just the overall organic finding someone online. One of the things that really make this very specific is that you can define your service area, okay? So it's not one of these things where, well, if I set it up, and if I do business in Albuquerque, why would I care if someone in San Francisco sees this, right? Yeah. I need business in Albuquerque. Well, you know, you can define, you know, the surrounding towns around your zip code as your areas of service if, if you're that localized as a business. So there are things like that that make it a, a worthwhile 
tool to use and to activate. So it's kind of like a verified Twitter account in a way, or you know, a qualified business listing, right? Yeah, and it, it shares some common features with other platforms like Yelp and, and uh, Facebook business pages, right? Yeah. So folks can write reviews, folks can send you inbound messages. Again, the key difference is, and this comes with the, the change in Google's algorithm, Google will actually score those interactions as higher in whatever their calculations are. So if someone in that territory sends you a message about, you know, do you have any upcoming sales? Now, anyone can actually respond to that. That's one kind of drawback of this thing where Google has it today that about anyone can chime in. However, if you take the time as the business owner to actually address that person's question online, that message, which is an automated thing, so you can actually have it come right to your cell phone so you don't miss a thing, that interaction actually gets scored and will help you in your local SEO. And the other thing is reviews. Google has now placed a significant value on business owners responding to reviews, whether they're good or bad, right? right? right. From Google's perspective, they want to, they're basically saying, you know, we want to see that this is a, an active business, an active brand. You know, the reality obviously is, is that, you know, Google wants you to really start to use more of their services, be on more of their channels. They want to influence your behavior overall, right? Must be fun running a small business, huh? <laughs> it's not. And, you know, it's, it's fine. I mean, we've got a couple of um, what I call secondary services to what we do as an agency that, you know, offload these kinds of things, right? So we've got our, our local SEO service, Smart Search, and uh, we actually have a, a Google service that we designed based on these changes. Uh, because let's face it, if you're busy, responding to messages and reviews and all these kinds of things, then you're not busy actually being an operator of your business. So, right. you know, for us, those types of services are kind of add-ons to some of our work. It's not really a, a core focus for us, but, you know, we, we make it available so that we can kind of be as full service as we possibly can be as a digital agency. Yeah. I mean, you know, if I run a gift shop, I want to run the gift shop. I don't want to have to worry about Facebook, Yelp, and Google My Business. No, no, you don't. You know, if you run a gift shop, though, and you don't have a huge budget in some of the markets right now, I know in the Boston market, in beta, they have a new feature inside of Google My Business called Products. What's great about products is that actually, instead of it just being kind of a text listing of what you have, you can take pictures, upload the picture with a very short description of what the product or service is, and you can create those as, as catalogs, right, as, as uh, different sections. And when someone does a search on a related item, you'll come up. Again, all of this comes back to generating citations, sure. right? So if you own a gift shop and if one of the things that you happen to sell are decorative scarves, well, you know, you define that, that becomes a citation that's actually tied to your Google My Business, which is tied to your website. People are going to have a better chance of finding you. So it's, it's worth taking some time, especially if you're a smaller operator, business owner, to actually take a look at this tool. 
Sounds like Google is trying to take Yelp's business away from it and also hurt Facebook. You think that's they are they still valuable in this space? You know, Mark, <laughs> that's a great question. I mean, I think the easy answer is yeah, absolutely. They're trying to get you to spend more time on their channels. You know, I personally don't know how I feel about Yelp. I, I feel like Yelp kind of has been a stagnant platform. Per, this is my personal opinion, okay? So it's confessions of a marketer. Here's a confession. I, you know, I think yeah. I understand the value of Yelp. I, I understand the value of all of these platforms. But of all of these kind of business listing reviews type sites, you know, I just kind of see Yelp as being a bit stagnant. We've had conversations with Yelp, and actually they do quite a bit to compete against folks that need, you know, small jobs done. So kind of they're trying to position themselves against the Angie's lists of the world and the tackles of the world and whatnot. And, you know, that's great. That's a very narrow market. But, you know, Google is expanding innovation. And frankly, they just have more that allows you to get content from a static channel like a Google My Business to a more dynamic channel like YouTube. So that's there. For Facebook, yeah, they're competing against Facebook as well. You know, you'll also find that when you do a search on a business and if you are on a Chrome browser on a desktop, for instance, or even on a mobile device, if they bring up, they pull up your, your Google My Business profile, they'll actually also pull in reviews from Facebook and from Yelp, right? And from other sources. So, you know, I think from that perspective, they're playing friendly, but yeah. when you get to the ad dollar space of all of this, right, Facebook operates very differently than Google. Google is much more comprehensive, but it's much more complex. It's not where you're going to find small business owners spending a lot of their time and money. On Facebook, you're going to find, you know, B2C, and you're going to find smaller businesses finding that platform being more accessible and more affordable. So there's, there's a bit of a play here for everyone. All right, next time, Victor is back and we continue our chat and look more into the role Google My Business plays in the life of a business. Some quirks we've all seen in searching for businesses, hiring an agency to help you with Google My Business, and lots more. So stay with us. This episode of Confessions of a Marketer is written, produced, and edited by yours truly. T. Jordan of A-Class Productions wrote the theme music. Confessions of a Marketer is a trademark of Podco Media Networks, and this episode is copyright 2019. I'm Mark Reed Edwards. See you next time.